You're listening to The B-Side, a podcast of Blessed Hope Community Church. Hey, this is Malia, your host as usual, and today I'm joined by my co-host, David. Hello. And guys. And girls. Drum roll. We have a guest today. Um, everybody say hello to Haley Close. <laughs> Welcome, Haley. Hello, thanks. This is your first time, right? It's not. You forgot my first time, apparently. When, it's were, fine. You on? when were you on? Mm. Oh, I remember Philip being on. You sat in the... And, uh, yes, you know, that's right. In the, in the sanctuary too, that no one can see. Yes. Yet. What were we talking about? Refresh my memory. Shauna. Were we talking about? We might have been talking about uh, small groups or something. I can't Maybe. remember. Maybe. Man, I feel like I need to like it was a while go ago. back in our archives and mm. yeah, listen to that again. I bet it's yeah. funny. This it was, is I your, feel like there was a lot of laughing. This is your first time in our studio, though. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And these fancy <laughs> microphones. Yeah. Yeah. This is so, so fancy. Yeah, yeah. This is good. So I fancy. like it. I like it. <laughs> it's brighter than I thought it would be. Uh, you know when you picture yes. it. Like, <laughs> Like a radio talk show. Are we as are we as cool in person as you thought we'd be? Do you want our autograph? Listen. <laughs> um, so I think that probably most of our like five listeners know who you are. Mm. But in case there's someone Is that, what you're that getting these days? <laughs> yes, we're, we're keeping track. That's a whole you know? hand. Um, in case there's someone who maybe just isn't as familiar with you, um, just tell us a little bit about who you are. Sure. Yeah. Um, Haley Close. I live in Vinton with my husband, Phil, who everyone just loves tremendously, <laughs> and uh, our two daughters, uh, they're seven and three. How did that happen? Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, we've been coming to Blessed Hope for a hot minute here, um, and I don't know. What else? Um, do you work? I do. Work at ClickStop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Wait, where do you do it? I'm on the finance team there, so I get to do all of the numbers. Nora says I do math. My daughter all Nora says I do math all day long. Yep. So she doesn't want my job. No, that's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, and my husband Philip works um, at Raycom in Cedar Rapids and builds squad cars. That's really cool. I mean, he could hook us up with light bars and stuff. Nice. You know? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we all roll into the church. With that would be awesome. <laughs> lights going. Here we come. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Cool. It's a little cool. bit about us. Nice. Okay. So, this past Sunday, we um, rolled out um, a new ministry here at the church. Uh, you're part of the care team that has kind of um, been in place to decide what this will look like. And I know you guys have done the research and try to decide, like, the framework for all of this. Um, so, just kind of quickly, what... Um, what is the purpose of the care ministry in case people missed it, weren't able to stick around after church on Sunday? Yeah. Um, I was only half listening on Sunday. So, no, I'm just That's kidding. Good. I'm <laughs> just kidding. I, was, I mean, I was talking. I was half listening. And it's no, like... no, no, it was good. It was great. Um, yeah. So, the purpose of the care ministry is just to really uh, redefine the culture of our church. And um, when we think about what it means to be a caring and a loving church, I think any church would say that they are right. (laughs) Like, of course we are. But when you really think about it, like, what does that really mean? And, um, I think so often we lose sight of what that truly means. Like, of course we care about people and we love them and whatever, but how does that really 
come across in reality and what does that actually look like? So the care ministry is just a, um, a way to really put that into action mm-hmm. and to give it a real definition and a structure. And, um, so ultimately it is a, um, we're working alongside the life group ministry. Um, so at the end of it all, we want to be able to say that anyone who calls blessed hope home, um, felt or feels, uh, seen and heard and cared for and noticed and, um, that we are closing any gaps. Mm -hmm. So we don't want anyone to be able to say, you know, Oh, I went to blessed hope for two years and then I stopped showing up and no one said anything to me. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times, um, you know, people notice, but think somebody else is going to do it, mm-hmm. is going to reach out. Or um, maybe we're not comfortable doing that because we didn't know them that well or, you know, whatever. There's always an excuse, oh, yeah. right? But um, this kind of removes all of those excuses. And mm-hmm. um, we never want people to feel like they've left and not made an impact or that we don't want them here or um, or that it's gone unnoticed. And so uh, the way that this is designed is, uh, we'll have what are called, um, care pastors who mm-hmm. have, um, I guess you called them households, which I think was mm-hmm. good. So that maybe, you know, three to five households under them. Um, and it's so simple and that's why I love mm-hmm. it. It's, it's just a mm-hmm. connection. Like we're just ask, asking you to connect with, um, with these households and families and get to know them and, mm-hmm. um, you know, get them plugged in and, uh, build a relationship. And so mm-hmm. whether that's happening under the care ministry or the life group ministry, like we want to make sure that we have captured everybody right. and that, mm-hmm. um, no one is slipping through the cracks right. and, you mm-hmm. know, we're able to do that well. So, um, David, was there, there's probably not one thing, but um, I guess I'm curious, like what what kind of triggered this desire? Because um, I, I know this is something you've kind of been spearheading this mm-hmm. whole time as you've been researching and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Like, was, was something did something happen, or um, what gave the elders the desire to pursue this and, and to make this a reality? Uh, for myself, I can't say anything specific. It, it kind of started before COVID. Uh, I just remember having. I don't know if you want to call it a feeling, but it was just this, you know, maybe talk to people, maybe, maybe. Spirit, yeah, I don't know. It was just, yeah. Um, because after the merger, this is the first church, like to the, to the size that we were before COVID. And, you know, before, I mean, I was coming from a church, you know, again, 40, 45 people, um, growing, but yet still that small intimate gathering and then coming here and, you know, we started to, there just seemed to see, I don't want to call it, there wasn't negativity, but it was just kind of this disconnect at times. And so I started asking questions and then the church, if they were here, we did that survey. And part of that survey was kind of birthed out of that, me bringing to the elders, this question of, um, how people are feeling connected to the church. And one of those questions was, um, you know, how do you feel you're cared for? It's kind of talking in that way. And we started to hear comments like, you know, legitimately people were saying things like, well, before I became a member, I felt the church was all focused on me. And then once I became a member, it's like nothing. 
And I felt like I wasn't even important anymore. And the sad part is, is I don't think that was uh, intentionally done. I don't think nobody was sitting there going like, we just don't want to. It was just, it just happens because you're so focused on other things and, and all of that. So that started me researching what was out there. What is out there about congregational care? And this is one of the shifts that happened for me because what we're talking about with the care ministry is legitimately pastoral care. Okay, but the problem with that is we hear pastoral care and we think that means the pastor caring how I care for the church or how for the elders care for the church, however you want to see that. But that's what's beautiful about the Bible is pastoral care is God equipping people in the church to be pastors, these shepherds and people that care for the body. It's a part, it's an equipping of God. So that's why I love this shift as I was studying it because it was taking the, the mind off of, well, how's the pastor caring for me versus the pastor and the elders equipping people that are gifted by God to go provide that care mm -hmm. because then it's biblical where the body's caring for the body mm -hmm. versus people falling into this rut of like, well, I'm not getting care from this one person. Right. It's like, no, you're getting care from the people that mm -hmm. God has equipped. Mm -hmm. And that, so again, it was something that started before COVID with just this gnawing. Mm -hmm. This doesn't feel right. Like we're missing something. And then just researching that the survey confirmed it. Conversations confirmed it that no, we need to do a better job of caring for each other. Mm -hmm. You know, we're, we're very focused on, we need to reach the lost which we always need to be, but then we need to make sure we're caring for them yeah. when they come in. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of a hard, and I hate to say balance, but kind it of, is. you know, because we are called to go and like be out in our community, but we can't lose sight of the, the people that God has placed right here in our yeah. own church family. Right. So, well, if you're not cared for and built up here, you're not going to be excited about going to get new right. people. Exactly. Right. And so it's like health in here yeah. equates to, reaching people out there yeah and it's so, contagious too yeah. you know like yeah. people will see it and feel it and i think you touched on this sunday too what i love about this is that it's um it's not like you have to have a whole resume mm -hmm. of qualifications in order to participate in this like this is just genuinely who we want to be as a church and if you legitimately care about people and about the the family of blessed hope like this is an easy thing. I mean, you know, yeah. an easy thing to commit to. And so, um, that's what I love about it too, is that I think it can be intimidating to be like, yeah, we'll be life group leaders or, um, you know, we'll, we'll volunteer in this way. Like it can be intimidating. And so, um, this, not that this isn't necessarily a, you know, this is a big deal. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's, it should feel just so natural. Mm -hmm. And so that's what's so exciting about it. And I think mm -hmm. it's going to be um, an incredible, I think it's going to make an incredible impact. Mm -hmm. So um, so which one of you wants to walk through just kind of like from 10,000 feet, like how this will work a little bit, a little more of the framework? I'll let you. How about this? I'll, I'll and then you jump in when it's like, you have extra. I'm don't good feel, at interrupting. Don't, don't feel yeah, bad yeah, about yeah. interrupting. Oh, good. Oh, good. I interrupt him all the time. So, <laughs> so the way it'll work. So not, the way it'll, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> It's like an echo. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> I'll say it first, and then Haley, Haley will say why you said what I said. She'll wrong. say the message like, version. Yes, there you go. There you go. So you're wanting to know what the care pastors will do. Is that what you're asking? Kind of like mm -hmm. how that'll yeah. work. Yeah. So if someone is listening to this and they're like, "This sounds interesting. I think that it might be something I could be a part of," yeah. but I'm scared. Yeah. Like I don't feel equipped to do this. Yeah. So what I want people to understand, and Haley alluded to it, you know, is a care pastor, first and foremost, is just somebody that has a heart for people. 
mm-hmm. you know, and, and I think there, God has designed certain people that you notice things, you notice people you're, you know, um, so that's kind of when you think about if you're listening to this and if you're a person that it, it maybe wounds you a little bit about people leaving the church or, it, you know, it makes you, your heart like, Oh, I wish we could show more concern or care. If you feel those kind of things, I think you've been designed to be mm-hmm. a good care pastor. Cause that's kind of where it starts. Yeah. Noticing people and seeing them. Um, ultimately it just comes down to some very simple requests that we would ask. So if, as if you have a care pastor, you'll be assigned your households. Okay. So they could be couples, you know, they could be an entire family with kids. They could be a single person. Um, you'll be assigned your households, no more than five, no care pastor, um, like shut-ins or anyone like it would be anybody that we would consider part of blessed hope Okay, like that they would say, you know, and the shut-ins will kind of, you know, we'll, we'll, we're still kind of navigating how we'll do okay. that because it's a little bit different type of ministry there. Sure. But again, the intention over all of it is if you're not connected to a life group and this is your church home, we want you to know that you're valued, you're seen, you're part of this. And, you know, you're mm-hmm. so a care pastor. The first thing that we're going to ask care pastors to do is make personal connections with all of their, their households, meaning it's a one time thing. Mm-hmm. Go get to know your people. Mm-hmm. Right. Don't go have a meeting with them or, you know, just. Don't make it formal. It's supposed to be informal, but just go and get to know them. Mm-hmm. Ask them about their lives. You know, get that information that helps us as a church, you know. So it's as simple as get the contact information. Get maybe some anniversaries and birth dates, who their kids are, what they're – but it's just building that relationship, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the issues where people don't feel connected with the church because they never have the opportunity to actually just speak to somebody. And the intention of that is the care pastor to get to know them, not – you know, it's not about, Hey, tell me your testimony, but even though that could be great, Hey, let's talk about how you came to faith or whatever it is. It's just that get to know them. Um, and we'll provide training on that more with that. So I just, Mm -hmm. I said that on Sunday, nobody freak out. Like, I don't know if I can do that. We will walk through Mm -hmm. how to do that. Well, um, beyond that. So once you do that, the other thing we're going to ask care pastors is just notice their people, especially on Sunday. So we're going to ask them to make connections on Sunday. Mm -hmm. So a big part of this is, as Haley said, is closing the back door, falling through the cracks. We don't want people to fall through the cracks. And we have actually heard through our church, people say, man, I quit coming for like four weeks and nobody ever even called me. Do even, does anybody even care? Well, yeah. I'm sorry. And I'm going to say this in all grace, but on a Sunday morning, it's hard to notice people on a Sunday morning. And, and it's not done intentionally again, but it's, right. if you're expecting certain people to know you're not there, it just doesn't happen because if you're serving, you're busy. And, and so part of the care pastor will be, acknowledging their people. So on a Sunday morning, we're going to ask care pastors to make sure you notice your people, make a connection with them, whether it's just saying hi to them, whatever it is, but acknowledge they're there because if you start seeing some of your people aren't there, we're going to ask you to reach out to them, right? So if, if, you know, um, somebody was on my list, if I was a care pastor and they weren't there that Sunday, then I'm going to reach out and just, it's not about, Hey, where were you? It's not about attendance it's about hey i I truly care so is everything all right but again the intention of this with the sunday connection is a lot of times people miss and we don't know why it could be they're sick maybe something tragic happened and we just don't know so the care pastor becomes that person to just reach out to him hey is everything all right we care about you missed you and then if we have somebody that's missing a lot right and we're not, then that allows us as a church to come around them. Like the care pastor that can let myself or the elders know or others. And, and we can, as a body go like, Hey, is how, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Um, because it's not just about maybe sick or bad things. There's instances where I might get up and preach something and mm-hmm. say something that ticks somebody off, 
But because they don't have an avenue to be able to express what they're feeling, right. it never gets dealt with. Mm-hmm. And so the care pastor, again, becomes a person that's like, hey, we've been missing you. What's going on? Well, I don't. Yeah. It might be that avenue to let conversation happen and mm-hmm. get rid of misunderstanding. So that's another thing we'll ask care pastors to do is keep track of your people, mm-hmm. right? Just make that connection. Um, I think it also, I'm thinking about the survey that you talked about that kind of kickstarted this. Mm-hmm. like. This is a more frequent check-in for us even to have like a an overall gauge of like where are we missing yeah. and you know things like that. So I think that that's really powerful for us yeah. too as yeah. a church to know yeah. as leadership. Yeah. 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 Hopefully it'll create more of an avenue and maybe just create the environment where there can be more communication. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, as far yeah. as like and you know, stuff needs to be confidential and it can be mm-hmm. confidential too, right. but I think if we want to see growth and see change, um, you know, in a positive way, I think this will be yeah. super helpful for sure. Well, we, we even had comments with COVID when COVID was more prominent and, and one individual was gone for about three or four weeks and they made the comment of like, nobody ever reached out to me. Right. Well, it's a twofold street. Some people might hear me say that and like, well, why didn't they tell us? Right. Okay, that is what it is. Yeah. But we're saying we want to do what we can yeah. mm-hmm. to try to close that gap, mm-hmm. right? We're not going to sit there yeah. and play the game of, well, you should have, you should have. Right. It's, okay, we're going to try to do that. And so, And I think, too, sometimes it's hard when um, if there's not this type of ministry established where, or this kind of, you know, foundation where – I might not want to reach out to Malia because I don't want her to think that I'm keeping tabs. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you're gone. Like, where were you? Right. You know, yeah. but when you start with this foundation, like this is the sole purpose. I'm mm-hmm. not going to be asking you this because I'm keeping track, like you mm-hmm. said, but because I genuinely care. And I think when there's a foundation like this that we yeah. can all come back to, mm-hmm. you understand the heart of it. Mm-hmm. And there's not there's not that level of like why are they reaching out to me, you know? And so I think that that just helps those conversations to happen productively and um, in a way that is not necessarily misconstrued. Like it's just honest and, you know. Well, and you alluded to the mindset of somebody else probably is doing it. Like somebody might sit here and say, oh, we're so-and-so. This way it's an intentional, we know somebody's doing it. Mm -hmm. Like we're we're removing the, well, hopefully someone is doing it. It's like, no, we're taking the steps to know that somebody is checking in on everybody. Yeah. And it you gives that, I think it gives people some mm-hmm. ownership here at the church too, you know, where I, I'm not just coming to consume, like even if I'm involved in some other things or whatever, like these are my people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's so powerful. Yeah, for sure. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Well, as we're talking about this, I'm, I'm picturing Libby not to go, but I, if she missed school, her friends, where you at? Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm so it's yeah, a natural, yeah. and that's yes. what we want. It's, it's mm-hmm. about this. Yes. We yeah. care about you. We want to yeah, know that you're all right. Sure. And I will say like, I have done my fair share of reaching out to people because I'm generally like curious. Like I haven't seen you in a while. I hope mm-hmm. you're okay. Like we miss you. Mm-hmm. We miss seeing your face. And I don't think I've ever had anyone like mad that yeah. I reached out, like right. whether they wondered about my intentions or not. Cause I think sometimes if when you're on staff, maybe it feels a little like weird but for the most part I think everybody has been like well thanks for reaching out and like just thanks for noticing that Mm -hmm. I that I wasn't here or whatever and so Mm -hmm. um I just think this will be even better yeah so yeah uh so that'll and that's a simple one again this isn't Mm -hmm. about you have to have big conversations it's just notice your people and let them know you have seen them it could be as easy as hey you know away from across the sanctuary but you're acknowledging that I know you're here and, and all that so 
Um, the other one is we're going to ask care pastors to do check-ins, and I, I call it checked-in and availability. So check-in is, again, it doesn't have to be like every week or even every month, but occasionally check in with your, your families. Yeah. As simple as just call them up or, or, or have text. that or text or whatever <laughs> it is, but just check in with them to say, hey, I'm reaching out. How you guys been? How can I be praying for you? Mm-hmm. How can the church be praying for you? Um, this is a way for the church, again, to kind of have an avenue to know what's going on in people's lives. Mm-hmm. We're not forcing nothing. We're not going to be like grilling, but it's mm-hmm. like, you know, hey, is... There's so many times we don't find out about stuff yeah. until way down the road. Yeah. Whether it's good or bad, right. mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's, it's almost, this is an avenue to try to get the church used to, oh, I'm, I'm used to them checking in and mm-hmm. I'm used to like saying, yeah, be praying for us because we got maybe this health concern or a surgery coming up or yeah. we're, maybe we're yeah, struggling we with never this. Have known. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's easier for people to share in those situations yes. when someone is like, hey, I want to know versus like, me just shooting somebody a message and being like, Hey, I need this, this, and this, you know, which is great too. Like if you're at a, you know, if you're comfortable doing that, but I think Mm -hmm. more often than not, people aren't people or they don't know who to tell. Right. Right. And Mm -hmm. it can maybe feel like a burden when you're reaching out to people. It shouldn't be, but I think that that's a common thing that people think. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. And so I think in this way, it's like, Hey, we're coming to you because we want to know. And so I think that that just kind of makes it a little bit easier. Yeah. Yeah. And just that, how can I be praying for you? Right. You know, and, and that does, some of that stuff doesn't even have to go past the care passer. It's not right. about they're doing it right. so they can share right. it with the elders right. or me. Right. Absolutely. Sometimes it's just that moment of like, how can I be praying for you? Right. I'm taking serious yep. my responsibility yep. for you. Yeah. Um, and then the availability is kind of what you, you kind of alluded to. Like, who do I tell things to? Right. Availability is as a care passer, we're going to ask you to communicate to your families. Mm-hmm. I'm your point of contact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, if you need something, yep. like you can come to me. And if it's something I can't handle, then realize I'm going to go higher yeah. up, but yeah. I'm the starting point, yeah. mm-hmm. you right. know? So right. if you, yeah, if, if something happens and you need somebody from the church, mm-hmm. get a hold of me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and so it's telling them I'm available. I'm available to be there however I can for you. Mm-hmm. If you have a question and you don't know who to go to, come to me. Doesn't mean I'm how they answer, right. but I'll then take it to yeah. the yeah. next level to try to find yeah. you an answer, you know? And the care team comes or in the leadership of the church comes around those care pastors. Mm-hmm. So if you're sitting here thinking, well, I was interested in being a care pastor, but that feels like a lot of responsibility or whatever, you and know, who's like, looking out for yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's designed in a way that like, that's what it is. It's a starting point. Mm-hmm. And, um, no one expects anybody to do this alone. Cause it's the exact opposite of what we're trying to accomplish here. Um, and so, I think it's important to just note too that like care pastors will also be cared for exactly, and will be supported. And, um, this is never, it's not, you, you said this too. It's not, um, it's not a way for the leadership of the church to get out of anything. Mm-hmm. This is a way to just right. care well. Yes. And knowing um, that we're limited and we yeah. can't right. possibly right. care for everyone. Mm-hmm. Right. Church. Right. Like, in yeah. the way that we should right. be and could mm-hmm. be. Yeah. 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 I just, you know, God has been so faithful in bringing people here and, um, like what a blessing that mm-hmm. we're able to have, um, the congregation size that we do. And, um, but it's just impossible to care well 
with yeah. if we don't have something like this in place. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I think we've seen that. This is why I say it goes back biblically. On Sunday, I shared the story, you know, the story of Moses and his father-in-law. And one of the things about, like, hey, spread out the work, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, he was telling yeah. Moses, like, you're, this is wrong because mm-hmm. you're not helping these people at all if you mm-hmm. try to do it all yourself. Yeah, right. And what I loved about that verse is it ends with the people will leave satisfied. Mm-hmm. And if you think about some of the people that have left our church, there has been these, you know, comments of, I just didn't feel satisfied. Mm-hmm. And and we're not trying to meet every single like like expectation. Right. Because that, that's impossible. That's impossible. <laughs> right, right. But when you talk about a person legitimately felt like I felt unnoticed or I didn't mm-hmm. feel cared for, or I didn't feel, you know, connected. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the beauty. If we share the burden and not burden in a bad sense, but the burden of uh, you can't care for one person cannot care for a right, multitude. Yeah. Right, right. When we share it, the goal is to make people feel yeah. satisfied. Makes total sense. Yeah. Like, oh, I feel mm-hmm. seen and I feel wanted and mm-hmm. I feel like um so that would be That's the availability the part. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so well, you, is there another There one? is one more. Okay. The last one is just uh, I call it communication. I didn't know what else to call it, but the 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 point of this was Care pastors are a great first step to try to encourage people to get connected with the Mm -hmm, church. mm -hmm. So one of the ways of doing that is we're going to ask care pastors, like if there's information that we want people to know about, Mm -hmm. like, hey, we're going to ask care pastors to be maybe the the avenue that that, hey, let your people know about this. So like every so often in the year, if we're going to make a push on, let's say, hey, we're going to make a push on trying to get people to sign up for life groups, right? Mm -hmm. We're going to ask. Hey, care pastors, just communicate that with your, mm-hmm. with your people, like communicate, Hey, this is a great Avenue. You might mm-hmm. want to consider getting into this because again, it's about connecting, right? If we're not communicating what's going mm-hmm. on as a church, people don't get connected. Right. So, Hey, we're going to do this big event. Let your people know. Cause we want them to be there to be connected. Mm-hmm. We want them to build relationships in the church. So that's kind of that last piece is then we know people are getting the information they need yeah. to be able to engage in the sure. life of the church. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then we know it's getting done because if we know everybody's under one, like if we know everybody's under a life group or a care pastor, we know if we filter through them and they're doing their responsibility Mm -hmm. to filter down, we know everybody's getting the information Mm -hmm. Yeah, better than why don't I'm not on Facebook or I'm not on this or it's like, we know you're hearing about it somehow. So, right. And kind of off of that, just talking about whether you're in a life group or um, under the care ministry, like what I think is so cool is that we understand like the reality of life, right? That like you may be at a point where um, you've been a member of Blessed Hope for a really long time, but life group just, you can't make it work right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that doesn't mean that you're just not being cared for. Right. Then, you know, you're and so island. Right. Yeah. And so it's um, you're, if you're not in a life group, you're cared for under the care ministry. And then, mm-hmm. The care ministry will hopefully encourage you to, I mean, that's the point, right? To encourage Mm -hmm. you to get plugged back in when Mm -hmm. you're, when you are ready and you can take that step. Mm -hmm. Um, Or even if you are in a life group currently, you're being cared for there. And then something comes up in life Mm -hmm. where you have to step out like, okay, now you're under the care of a care, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's just like this. um, I I love that, that it's, it's truly Mm -hmm. closing the gaps and um, in, in a way that's not, it doesn't feel overwhelming. Right. It feels like this is just the culture of who we are. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I, I just like that. It doesn't feel like this. It's a big deal, but it doesn't feel like this huge responsibility right. that's overwhelming. And like, it should, it just mm-hmm. feels natural. Mm-hmm. Because so, how many, how many households would a care pastor typically no more than five, no more than five. Okay. 
Okay. And the beauty of it also is set up where we have the basics that we're going to ask a care pastor to do. But this is the beauty of it also. Care pastors can take this and, and run with yeah, it if right. they want it, right? Right, right, right? Like a care pastor, if they are really connecting with their people and there's that back and forth, it's mm-hmm. there, there's a freedom there mm-hmm. to, you know, like yeah. the, you could have care pastors that have a family with kids and they're just like, man, I'm going to go to their ball games. Yeah. We're not yeah. going to say you have to, yeah. but man, it's that's yeah. how God moves. Or, yeah. or what if they had and, two families that weren't connected yes and they thought you know these guys would really get along yes. they can make that and connection make those yeah. connections yeah. like so, so cool. <laughs> a lot of the ongoing training and i want to say this also for the care pastors anybody that feels led to do this we're not going to just appoint you and then hands off ghost you like yeah. we're going to figure we're out not. ways to invest this, oh, this is awkward this, yeah. i didn't know <laughs> So what? Ha- so okay. No. What happens? Someone's listening, yeah. or someone was here on Sunday, and they're like, "Yes, I I've been praying about this, or mm-hmm. this is something that I think I'm wired for." Mm-hmm. What's my next step? Well, the next step is uh, they need to come talk to myself, mm-hmm. or they can talk to Haley just to let us know their yep. interest. Okay. What we're probably going to do in the next. So what we're going to do is a care team ministry, and and I want to be clear on this because it's not about trying to not let somebody serve, mm-hmm. but what we're going to do is because of the importance of this, we're going to sit down with whoever is interested. Mm-hmm. And we're going to look at those names, and we're not trying to, to s- remove anybody, but there might be somebody we'll look at and say, okay, this might be a great person to do this, mm-hmm. but maybe we want to help them get a little further in their, whatever, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like we want to invest in them before we automatically hand over sure. families to them. So sure. just because you sign up doesn't mean you're automatically going to be, right. yes, you're a care pastor. Right. Do you have um, to be a member to be a care we, pastor? We are, I'm going to say yes, okay. that we, you know, and we have had uh, some, uh, a couple of people sign up from the Sunday that mm-hmm. want to do it and they're not, but it's okay. That's what we would say. We, I'm going to go to them and say, awesome, mm-hmm. but let's take this first step. Yeah. And get you where you need to awesome. be. Yeah. Um, and, and the biggest reason they need to be members is not because of, I mean, you're not teaching. You're not, mm-hmm. you know, but there's, we want, that's a significant ministry. Yeah, sure. Right. Yeah. So that that's huge. We're asking you to care for the people mm-hmm. of the right. church. Mm-hmm. We're going to want you to do that. Yeah. But come talk to myself, Haley. Um, right now, Dave and Christy Davis are on the team. You could say something to them. Cool. But the idea is just for us to know who's interested. Right. Um, so, and then the first step is us to prayerfully look through that. Um, and then the other thing, just for people to understand how this will work, you don't pick who's under you yeah. we will do that mm-hmm. okay. we're gonna sit there and prayerfully look at who sure. and we're gonna ask the question who do we think would be good okay. matches nice. and we're gonna pray over that and and sure. do that um and then make those connections and then give them to the people but mm-hmm. will there be f- more training happening i would like to get in the habit of at least quarterly having okay. connections with the care pastors to you know because i don't want anybody i don't want to say this to scare anybody but mm-hmm. giving a little bit of you know, let's say all of a sudden somebody that's under you has a, de- a tragic death in the family. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not saying you're the one that's going to have to care for them, but you're right. going to have a connection with them. Mm-hmm. So those are t- some of the things that we could talk about. Like, how do we mm-hmm. be there for people yeah. in that? Yeah. How do we be there? Uh, the other thing is I just want to encourage, we want to encourage care pastors on, you know, like the good stuff too. You know, like ways that if they want to invest deeper with their people, we just mm-hmm. want to have those ongoing yeah. encouragement, conversations, trainings. So people feel more qualified in what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, it would be an ongoing thing. Okay. Of con- and when I say training, I'm not talking like, hey, come to the four hour. You know, 
it would be let's touch base you know okay. let's everybody get together it's a great time to pray with one another mm-hmm. talk like i think care pastors can train care pastors even mm-hmm. like hey talk about what you're doing with your groups let them yeah, hear your okay. ideas you yeah. know that's part of it is just training one another okay. so i'm really excited to see how people really uh like personalize this yeah. you know i think mm-hmm. Even like you said, putting families together or care pastors talking to one another. I think, um, you know, this all kind of stemmed from this book that you had read Mm -hmm. and um, that we've taken pieces of it, I think, that makes sense for us. Mm -hmm. Um, But in there, you know, he talked about how they would have like a huge... Uh, celebration on the fifth whenever there was a fifth Sunday mm-hmm. of the month mm-hmm. and they would all get together oh, fun. Mm-hmm. and like all the care pastors and all the care families and or all of the families mm-hmm. I guess under them mm-hmm. and uh, so I mean there are just so many ways that this could go and mm-hmm. so I, I just think I don't know I think it could be really cool to that see how this really exciting yeah how this yeah. goes and that's the that's the beauty of it is I want to encourage everybody the church also don't see this as a program mm-hmm. right. this isn't a program right. this isn't a we call it a ministry but it's a ministry because you're ministering to people yeah but don't see it as this like formulative yeah right. it's it's intentional shifts yep. to create kind of some of this organic stuff yeah. we're talking about but we're making sure thing. these things are at least hit yeah yep. Because then we know the minimum is being done. And then it's exciting to see where God can take it from there. Yeah, yeah. for sure. So it's, yes, it's changing the culture. Yeah. Yep. So. Awesome. Yeah. Um, Haley, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me and yeah. for taking my pictures and all the yeah. <laughs> Great. Oh, yes. They're going to show up. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to wash my hair all today because no one's going to see me. <laughs> oh, joke's on me. <laughs> yep. yep. You're welcome. That's fine. <laughs> That's great. Awesome. All right. Thanks for listening.